Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, <laughs> adventures, and ghosts. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Why Am I Sad? I'm Cass. I'm Zoe B. And I'm Tom. And we're fine. 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 Listen, have five. Oh, Jesus. Hello, sunshine. Hello, blue skies. Hello, lovely day. That was that was that sounded evil. Thank you. That's as high that's, as I can go. That was impressive. Thank you. That's I'm impressed. Well done. Yeah. That's well, how fine you are. Yeah, that's you've proven the noise yourself. I make when I come and the noise I make when I wanna be a witch. Both they're the same thing. Yeah. Coming and coming and witchcraft. It's your sound of ascension. There's, they're, they're like linked. Like the pr- priests thought those were linked. If you have a yeah. cum, it might be Satan. That's, oh, have you ever Have you ever seen something in the world where you've... Yes. Yes, end of question. <laughs> no, have you ever seen something in the world where you're like, I understand how in olden days they believed in demons? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Toddlers. Toddlers? Yeah. Yes. They they do weird stuff sometimes. I saw a fox that had mange like a month or two back. <laughs> and you were like, God is dead. Well, no, because it looks <laughs> evil as shit because foxes are adorable. A fox with no hair that's leaking is disgusting. And you like, I can imagine if I didn't know what that was, I would have been like, and I saw a ghoul. Yeah, no, that's very fair enough. I was walking through the woods and God has forsaken the foxes. Yes, like, and I'd just be like, ah, do I dare live so deliciously? Wouldest thou? <laughs> anyway, so we're fine. Yeah, I think it, yes. based on well, how anyway. normal we are, we're going to answer some question today. Wood, wood. Woo! So let's I, start. I love, I love that the level of our fineness has a limit, which is why it is some question. Yeah, yeah. singular. <laughs> there's, a, there's a ceiling and we have hit it. <laughs> We're not breaking the glass ceiling. We're just touching it and coming back down. Give it a little, little high kiss. five. Little... Oh, just... Thank you for being there. <laughs> you protect me from the rain. I love to tickle the glass ceiling. <laughs> I think it's more sensual than all that masculine breaking. It's true. And I benefit enormously from glass ceilings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I put it there. <laughs> Woo, good for you, Tom. You can build something. I can't. <laughs> Let, now let's build this person's life back together, am I right? Let's. Oh, okay. Let's. This question has come in and it goes as such. 
I wanted to reach out firstly because I love your show. It has made me cry and laugh so many times. Thank you. Mm, you're Ho- welcome. Hopefully, for the, hopefully you're crying at the sad things and laughing at the jokes and not the other way around. Secondly, Man. I am reaching out because my ex-partner and I have mutually decided to end our seven-year relationship last week. Congratulations. Yeah, good for you. Well done. Yep. We still love each other and are on good terms, but realize that our lives and future goals are no longer compatible. Yeah. I am sad that it has ended, but so thankful that it ended on a good note. No fighting, just understanding. My problem comes in the form of deciding what to do next. We are still living together, acting as roommates, but I am considering moving out. I am also going simultaneously through a crisis of trying to figure out what I want to do with my life now that we are no longer trying to fit our futures together. To add on to this, this past year I have been spending a lot of time reflecting on my gender and sexuality, and it is a big grey of unsure. Altogether, I am a big mess of too many future options and explorations, and all my brain can come up with is quit your job and move to another country. While this is an option, I was wondering if you had any advice or other options. Man, quit job, move yeah, country. That's a pretty, you're allowed. Yeah, you just can. Yeah, they'll let you. And they you will. Know, they'll let you. Do you know the it depends thing, on what country. Yeah, it does depend on what country. Do you know that might not let you. the cool thing about if you decide to quit your job and move to a different country, people are worried what they're going to do if they don't like it. And that the answer is go back. Yeah. You can also go yeah. home. You can quit. Or new country. Yeah, you can just you can keep, just keep, keep doing it till you Always hit a Always forwards, never backwards. Yeah, yeah skip it like just a stone, constantly. baby. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Look to to go back from move country, quit job. One oh, for rewind a little. Oh yeah, yeah. If we're gonna go back, um, I would strongly recommend don't live together. Yeah, that's uh, a big one. Don't speaking see from experience. Absolutely not. Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> nah, it's um I think I think one of the worst times in my life was doing that because the place I was living in was one bedroom. Mm. Um oh. and so there's nothing better than just being in bed with someone who doesn't love you and who you don't love either. Mm. Jesus, how did no you No bed do is big that? enough in the world. Yeah. No. You you just you white knuckle. You you feel bad I would just when sleep on sleep. the couch. Yeah. Yeah, but then who gets like, the couch? I'd get the couch because mm. I deserve the couch. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Our so couch, I, I agree. The, I the couch in question was shit. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't bad. love couch. It was, yeah. I think it's super important to put your, put some distance between yourself and an ex regardless yep. of the ending of how that ending went. Mm. And I think Cass and I have spoken because, yep. Cass, your last breakup was very, like, lovely. Yeah. Which is not, <laughs> lucky me. Yeah, not something I could comprehend, but I know that. <laughs> well, it's inherently time and distance that makes a breakup okay, a hundred percent. Because like, like I've spoken of my ex on this show, and it was a very tumultuous relationship and breakup. But I see them now, and I'm like, eh, because it's been mm. enough time and enough distance. So if you are living together, you can't really move past it because it's still, you're still in it. Yeah. yeah. And even though you've made 100%. those decisions about what's changing, like, and I, I was actually going to say, we've had discussions about how to deal with like being friends with your ex, things like this, and we all have really different opinions. And I think the outcome of that was me Never being, like, talk to them again. I was like, be their friend, be their friend forever. It's fine. Um, 
Even Depends. from that end, I know I'm coming from the very far side of a lot of what like Zoe and um, uh, some of the others were saying, and even I'm like, move out, don't do that to yourself. It's not fair. And there's a because there's a big difference between being like, no, I'm still your friend. I want to be in your life to living with someone because you, yeah. most of the people in your life, you wouldn't want to live with. Mm. Like even even your friends or sometimes your family members, like it, living with someone is a whole different kettle of fish, regardless of whether or not you're in a relationship or what your relationship mm. with this is with that person. That is like a really big decision to make with anyone in your life, and so I don't think this is currently the right decision and for you. Like yeah. I don't think it's fair to yeah. you. I don't. And Zoe's right. Like you need that distance, and I completely agree. Distance and time will fix everything. And it's yeah. unfortunately a, a cool game of patience now, but it's not fair for you to both. Because then you're going to encounter a thing where well, both of you are like, how do we both start moving on? And it sounds like you like each mm. other, so maybe one of you is going to put it off for a while, and then if the other person does it first, they're going to feel resentful. Like, it's that's not fair to either of you. Move out. Leave. Yeah, and, like, how – yeah, Cass is right. How are you going to move on? And And also at the same time, how are you going to cope if they move on? Yeah, which is a really yes. unfair thing to put yourself in to be like, yeah, we're friends and we're just doing our thing, and maybe you put it off for a little bit because, like, moving. Maybe you put it off moving on for a little bit because, like, they're there and you don't want to be rude. But maybe they move on and you are there and you have to be privy to it. Yep, a hundred percent. It's 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 not fair to to you and trying to find because because the hardest thing uh, about a particularly a long-term relationship, like seven years plus, five years plus, the hardest thing is to work out your own sense of self and mm. identity again. Yeah. yeah, And especially it sounds like you're grappling with some other questions around that. It is so hard for you to work out who you are when you're not at us, um, when you're a, just a you on your own, when you're still living with that person. And it sounds like you're looking into moving out and you can you will, you will remain friends, but... You might not if you stay living mm. together because, yeah, and you also, like like we keep saying, you can't, I think, self-reflect and think about, okay, who, who am I now that I'm not the thing that I thought I was going to be and the thing that I've been for seven years? And from my own experience, maybe you'll realise that maybe you weren't that person three years ago, but you were still there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Having that time to self-reflect, it will come. You don't have to do it manually. A lot of the times you end up do doing it manually because you just you got to go to therapy. It's a lot of sit and think. Yeah, it's a lot of sit and yeah. think. And I think, yeah, going to therapy, seeing a psychologist, bonds a move. Yeah, it, it's a jump start and that thinking. It's yeah, that is the perfect way to put it. It is yeah. a big jump start because you you like you'll sort of find out yourself, but like you'll have someone there who has gone through this exact thing about fifty million times mm. with other people. And they know what works and what doesn't. And they know what questions to ask you to get you to sort of, yeah, jumpstart. That's exactly what it is. Mm. I love that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think, you know, with the second part of that with your gender and sexuality, fuck me. <laughs> Just try on every fucking hat. Yeah. I th- Why not? Wear all the hats. You- wear all the hats. Wear none of the hats. Wear every hat, like, in a, in a fucking sequence. Like, it's... The fun part of figuring that out is that it's a fun thing to do. Yeah. And it obviously depends on where you are geographically. (laughs) Yep. Um, Yep. 
yep. way you are mentally and stuff like that as well. But like there, the fun of it is that you get to just kind of try it out and see what works and what doesn't for you. You know, one of my really, really best friends in the whole wide world is a trans woman and she came out only a couple months ago and it's been really fun to be part of her experience to be like, what kind of woman am I? <laughs> like, and she's gotten to try on. She's like, am I slutty? Am I bookish? Am I a manic pixie dream girl? Like, what kind of woman do I get to be? And so getting her, watching her and being being part of her journey to figure out her gender identity has been really fun to watch because she just gets to try on a bunch of different hats. And literal hats. And literal hats because, yeah. you know, they suit her so well, you know. And then sometimes it's just an absence of it as well. Like, I know for me that I was always just a, like, Oh, and that was that was it. Like I, I cannot describe it any better or uh, worse than that. Just, just you filling out any kind of form, and there's just an option that just says "surprise noise." And you're like, "Yep, yep, that's <laughs> it." I, Very I, much like. Huh, what do you know? My my well, pronouns. Well, 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 well. My pronouns in any bio, if I can put an emoji, is just the gender neutral shrugging emoji. <laughs> like that's how I feel about my gender. Um, because that's the more I thought about it, the more I was like, man, I don't want to think about this too hard, too hard. And then it just was like, I was, I knew that, I know that cis people don't think about their gender as much as I was thinking about my gender. Yeah. So I knew I wasn't a cis person, but then kind of the experience, my journey ended with me being like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't need an answer. Hmm. And I'm content yeah. with that. And I think I think that is really a, across like gender and sexuality spectrums because they are spectrums. Like it's it's fine to not. It's fine for your answer to be that. Mm. And I I know, I know people as well who are like like it doesn't. It's, it, it's not really. It's not an issue for you because of course it's not an issue. It's how you're alive. Mm. So it doesn't have to be a thing. Um, I mean. Look, that being said, as you were talking about your friend, like I know that I go through phases of like being like, oh, what kind of woman do I want to be? Like, how do I want to present today? And I like I'm cis, but it's still fun to do all those parts of a journey, even if you are like, I think any form of self-expression is great and that you you can be fluid and changing in all of those things. There's not there's not this pressure so much anymore. I feel like we're having a bit of a shift. Like there's not that pressure mm. that you have to have a name and a label and stick to it. And that's not to like put it down labels or anything that can be so affirming to finally have like yeah, something have to describe you um, and to yeah. that makes you feel like really confident that you have that support and that you have something to back you up. But it's just, you don't have to like mm. it, literally whatever makes you comfy and you'll, you'll figure it out. Like as long as you're doing what you want and trying what you want, you'll get there because you are there because you're you. It's just having having a silly time, having fun with it. Yeah. Again, depending on where you are geographically and everything. Yeah. Obviously, there <laughs> are some, some very large factors yep. <laughs> that can um, really sway the outcome of this. But as yeah. like you know, it's like that affirmation I learned off the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I am my favorite affirmation. So fucking excited to hear what this is, Zoe. This is gonna be the best. I could, I could just you can tell because it's coming from a good place. It is. I'm yep. doing my best. My best might not be someone else's, but it's mine. <laughs> That's so that's nice. Actually, yeah, that's fucking beautiful. Yeah. 
fuck. Yeah, that's where I got it. And it's my favorite affirmation to tell myself. Man. Because you're my... doing good the way you do good. Okay. No, hey, that's, on the back that's of the... good. Can I tell you one of my favorite things? Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> It's not. Are we sharing our favorite affirmation? Yes. No, this isn't enough. I can't oh. have this as an affirmation, but because um, I would do things where I'd be like, "Well, I tried my best," and then I'd be like, "Wait, did I try my best?" No, nah, you should. And the fact I'd... that what I, I was going to say, I can tell that it's not a good affirmation because the panic in your eyes when I said, "Are we sharing affirmations?" and you were like, "Do not put this down as mine." <laughs> No, this is don't put this on your mood board, but this is something that comforts me in the same way, like doing my best. Sometimes I'll do something and I'm like, I don't know if I did my best. So what I've now said is it's not a crime to do a bad job. And obviously that's going to apply. to That is a great (laughs) fucking affirmation. Like they can't get you for it. Um, if there's something like, you know, like I'm really passionate about my work. So yeah, I want to put my efforts into that, but not everything. I've, 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 The day's only so long. I've only got so much energy. I'm only going to sleep so much. Yeah, and sometimes you've got to reserve some of the energy in that tank for other things. Yeah, like I'm going to prioritise my stuff. Doing a bad job. Yeah. It's not illegal to do a bad job. Was I telling you that my therapist suggested only striving for 80% recently? Oh, I love that. Oh, that (laughs) is good. That's that, eighty percent is still such a high percentage. Yeah, it's, of it's still a super that's high percentage. A. That's like that's still an A. It's not an A plus, but it's an A. And so my therapist was saying because I yeah was chatting about this. That's not even that's not even P's get degrees. That's no, like that's you're like, going like, to end that course day. with a distinction average. Yeah. yeah, you're still having a good day. But if you set yourself up, if you're constantly aiming for a hundred, you're always going to be disappointed because disappointing things happen. Also, you can't give 100% your entire you, you, day. Yeah, you you can't, pass out. Like. Yeah, exactly. So you can't give 100%. You're, all, you're setting yourself up for failure if you're aiming for 100%. If you're aiming for 80%, you are factoring in that you're going to have a bit of a bad time. Yeah, and what and if, if you surprise yourself? Yeah, and then what if you hit 90? That's a great day. Yeah. But if you hit 70, if, yeah. But that's but still, the, the net balance is that it was a better day than yeah, a worse day. exactly. Because it's only... Only 30% of your day was bad. Yeah, which is pretty statistically very good. In the scheme of things, that's like two and a half hours. I can't do math. No. Fuck. <laughs> I just- 30% of your day, two and a half hours. Don't. It, it could be. You could be asleep no. for a large portion of it. No, I'm not sleeping saying- is still good. Sleeping counts as good. <laughs> yeah. So Waking up at 4 a.m. being like, hey, man, i got to take 10 minutes off. <laughs> Fuck, it's bumped me down to a 75. Oh, no. <laughs> Waking up at 4 a.m. because you had a bad dream being like, well, that that's my 30% done. I'm going to have a great day for the rest of the day. Nailed it. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it's that phrase I've tried to teach you guys before. If you've got to eat a frog, eat it for breakfast, then it's the worst thing you'll do all day. I don't I swear it's know. a phrase. So like I've you- never heard that phrase, let alone you say that phrase. Because I swear it. Because... Because I missed this conversation. Yeah, because if you're going to eat a is frog. Is that actually your affirmation? No. That's your actual affirmation. Yeah, that's the real one. Got to eat some frogs. No. I'm the French. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, look, the, the suggestion we have for you is that what you should do is you should move out, eat a frog every day for breakfast. <laughs> Guys, I'm cured. <laughs> Fixed. Turns uh, out we were just having psychedelic frogs every morning while well, just microdosing our way through life. <laughs> oh no, they were toads. I know. Oh, they were no. so pretty. I think- oh, I ate the little tap dancing frog from Looney Tunes. I'm going to jail. Oh, goodbye, my baby. Oh, no, goodbye, that one my is a honey. crime. <laughs> he knows He's how sentient. to love. You can't eat him. <laughs> what about you, Tom? You got an affirmation that you're like vibing with? Favorite? I don't really have like app of aff- affirmations. I save quotes from books in oh, my phone good. to remember later. And um, one that I really love is I'm going to find it just so I get it correctly. Um, it is from, ooh, what's the name of the book? It's from uh, a book called Space Opera, which I just highly recommend you read. It's by Tom, you Catherine know I can't read. and Valenti. You don't know no, how I, to do it. It's just to people listening. Oh, okay, I know good, not you. Good. I know you. Tom, I can Maybe only an audio podcast. Uh, it's it's about Eurovision in space. That's yes. I think of what it is. Yes. And it's, yes. it's really life-affirming and wonderful. But the main core conceit of this book is uh, that life is beautiful and life is stupid. Ah, yeah. So that... Every day you will find things where you're like, man, life is beautiful. And then you will see something and you'd be like, what the fuck? I, I said that today <laughs> Why? in the office. I, I can't remember what I was talking about, but I said something that had happened to me this morning. And I was like, man, the whole world's stupid. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. It, it's, it allows you to care about the things that you find beautiful and to be like, no, there is joy and there are good things. And that, yes, yeah, sometimes there is going to be things that just – feel like shit and the thing that you think was going to be something ends up being stupid and that's that's just how it is that's just what it is it also means that overwhelmingly just choose to be not a fuckhead yeah because you got to life it. is sometimes stupid you've got to every i was saying the other day to someone at work because there was someone at our work who was just not being a good person oh not being a um, good not being a good not being a good that look I, how hard can I swear on this podcast? You can yeah. what's say ban- whatever. What's banned? Man. Are there any words that are banned? No, no. I'm not going to say any slurs. I'm- oh, yeah, don't say slurs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, basically, I was talking to this person. This person had been, like, 
had a shit day because this other person had been just awful to them. And I was like, but it's okay because you're, you've, you've woken up today and you've made the right choice. Every day we wake up and you were given a choice to not be a cunt. So just pick that. Mm. Just pick that option. And then there's you're already halfway there. So I don't know how what this has to do with giving this person advice, but just general life advice is every day wake up, don't be a cunt. Don't be a cunt, man. Yeah. It's not that hard. Being a cunt is a choice. Yeah. I, I say that as well. <laughs> like I've had that. Maybe that's my affirmation. Hey, and look, some days life is stupid and so you feel a bit cunty and I've been there and you just, sometimes you are. And so then you have a shower and you have a think. You have you a have cry. Another and you have another thing. Maybe. You don't, might not need to. You yeah. might, it depends on how you deal you with know. anger. Yeah. It depends on how you deal with anger. Uh, I d- deal with it well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> He's winked. He's winked. He wonk. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I think in getting back to the tangential connection to what we were talking about earlier is that I think all of our life affirmations boil down to, like, make make the choices that just – make life easier for you so that you can be the most not a cunt you can be. Yeah. Yeah. I th- I think having I That's th- beautiful, man. I'm going to get that on a wood carving and hang it in my toilet. <laughs> I'm excited for when you buy your house and I go to the bathroom and I'm like, yeah. Someone's like, there's a real there's a real dumb quote in Zoe's toilet. I'm like, I'm that dumb quote. <laughs> That's me. I'm Terence Reed. <laughs> Yeah, right, I'm using my dad's Zoom, okay? <laughs> Can I just say, hey, hey, I'm using my dad's Zoom. You're both Jackson Bailey. Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh. I got shit on my penis. <laughs> I, think, I think Jackson has the... That's my classic Jackson quote, Tom, if you haven't seen that before. Oh, I have. I have. <laughs> There's, I think Jackson, I know he used one of his Zoom accounts once and he had all the premium stuff and I gave myself a beauty filter. I'm bummed we didn't turn it on. Put on the beauty filter now. Let's see if I can. Can um, we be hot? Let's see if we can. While while I'm trying to find the beauty no, filter. No, no, Zoe, can we be hot? Oh, no. I'm going to try and, okay. There you go. I'm wearing a I've got to remember to turn this off before I finish because otherwise my dad will go into a filter on. All oh, right, a little plant. I've given Zoe a little plant coming out of her head. To, to go back to our lovely listeners' question. Oh yeah, we did digress. <laughs> um, their, their email ends with saying that their problem comes in the form of deciding what to do next. And look, yes. I think we're pretty unanimous in move out as a very good, yeah, very good bit of advice. Very Usually good stuff. I'd be like, oh, you know, check with people around you, see a cycle. I think that I think that's good advice. Yeah, move out. Don't I live don't, with your ex. That's. And it's not even... That's bad. And I know it sounds like you're going to do a thing where maybe you will be like, oh, but it's different because we're still friends. No. Don't don't think about it as like you want to think of your ex differently to the way other people think of their exes because you have a good relationship currently. Think of it as would you live with this person in the, if you got to... If you were living nowhere and they said, do you want to live with them now? You wouldn't pick that. Yeah. So don't. Like it's not... Making a choice to leave somewhere can feel like a bigger decision than choosing to stay. So you have to think about it from the opposite direction sometimes to figure out what you actually want. And I don't think that would be a good decision for you. It's also like how much are you separating if you're not really separating? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. It's it's very hard to negotiate, like I said, who you are Mm. when you're not in that relationship, when you are fundamentally like here's the thing, say and again, 
you may take ages to to date and start seeing people. You may do it straight away, whatever you want to do. But consider this. Is that going to be fun for you and them if you brought someone home? You can't really like that's mm, yeah, it's not not fun for you, not fun for them, not fun for the person you've brought into that situation. It's yeah. it's no. just need a clean break, and you can still hang out. You can still be friends. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, you, you can, can still have coffee. You can still catch up once a week, and you can have discussions about how much you're comfortable sharing about your lives, and you can navigate that. But you are really going to struggle to navigate that if you're sharing a toilet. Like there's, you know, yeah, it's a sacred <laughs> bond. Yeah. yeah, it is. In this email, they're also inquiring because they say that they don't know what they want to do with their life now that they're not trying to fit their future with another person. Uh, and that yeah. they describe themselves as a mess of too many future options and explorations. And it sounds like your brain is very overwhelmed, which of course it is. Mm. You are going through something yep. very difficult well, right now. Well, yeah. And that's so much pressure to put on yourself. Yeah, you, you don't need to figure it out straight away. And I think everyone, you, you will have this moment because I think everyone does post-breakup where you're like, fuck, I'm doing something purely for me. Mm. And, like, I know for me, like, I just remember the weekend after I was at a concert of, like, a genre that I just remember my partner hated and that I loved and that I never really listened to a lot, like, without headphones in because he hated it. And I was at this concert and I was like, this is just purely fucking for me and I'm just having the best time, which was fine. And then I was still going through the break. I'm not saying that healed the fucking situation. But then, like, depends how, what what genre of music was it? Because it, it might have, yeah, yeah, that would have solved every <laughs> yeah, problem went, you ever had, Zoe. Century, and it fixed everything I ever ever felt bad about myself. Um, Good, but then it was like three, four months later when I was like done processing the breakup, and I was like, "Fuck, what do I want to do?" And then I was like, "I actually want to go back to uni." Hmm. That separation, like, then that time, like, it took to figure that out. Yeah. I yeah. feel like yeah. there's always this advice that I hear when people break up when it's like, oh, my God, what do I do? Because you don't know. And mm. I, I, again, back to grief, I always talk about grief, but it stops time and breakups are a big thing of grief. Mm-hmm. I reckon a good step for you on grief is to figure out what you're grieving because it's yeah. always something different. Like uh, we had a listener write in and they were pretty much the thing they described. They were grieving the loss of their future because they were still friends with their partner so they didn't actually lose the person is what it sounded like. I had a thing where I again was still friends so I didn't feel like I'd lost anyone but I like felt the loss of like partnership in a in a way like it everyone grieves different things about their relationships but I feel like common advice you hear is like do the things they wouldn't let you or do the things you couldn't because of them and I feel like that is not advice that is really accessible to everyone and I feel like looking at it more in the way that Zoe's talking about is really really helpful so if you're looking at things and especially because if you are in a really nice, healthy relationship, when you when you do things for another person, it's out of care. It's like, you know, an act of, you know, you might go to the shops and be like, Oh my god, that's their favorite chocolate. I'll buy one for them as well. Or like you might do something for your partner, not because you have to or they don't like the other thing, but it's because you care about them. And so mm. making those choices for yourself doesn't feel like so much of a win because mm. it's you've it's still like playing to that loss that you've just experienced. But I still think trying to find those things, like you have to replace your partner with you. So all those things that you would usually be doing out of care and all those steps you would usually be taking, like, oh, this is something we could have done together. Like, yeah, like no one's going to replace that person because, 
well, also you wanted to replace that person. So, yeah. like, no one's going to be them and no one should be them. You shouldn't be them. But, like, like try and try and treat yourself to all the nice things mm. and try and approach it from that angle because I know I know I never resonated with that advice at all when they're like, do the things you couldn't, like the things you weren't allowed to do. I'm like, what kind of relationships were you in? That's bad horrible. Ones, bad ones. <laughs> Not good. There were bad relationships. <laughs> but, but that's something that I really struggle with because people are like, do things for yourself. And I'm like, but I... It's not that I couldn't do anything that I would have liked, but it, it does it. That question of not considering another person. It sounds like what you're talking about is coming from a place of care, and that's great. But you will eventually learn to like funnel that care into your own self mm. and like do little treats for you. Like see if you can make a habit of doing nice things for you in a way that instead of just being like oh, yeah, I like going to this particular cinema, I'm going to do it. You're like, oh, what's a nice gift I could give myself? I'm going to treat myself. Like try and frame it as doing your acts of service and doing those care tasks for another person but for you. Mm. Maybe that will help because yeah. I, I just know that I really struggled with that because I was like, what do you mean I do different things now? <laughs> it didn't work like that for me. So, you, just do this, you just do the same things differently. That's the, yeah. you know, it's it's that thing of like, what you can also do is just like it's 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 terrifying but also really good and exciting in that you can actually go what what are you just what do you want just as you from anything like i have a it's still something i'm not amazing at but i used to never be able to project myself into the future very far i just couldn't be like what's your five year plan i'm like uh i don't even know what five years looks like not from a i just mm. i just mentally can't visually do that and it's but then it was like, oh, it's because I didn't want the, the same things. Yeah. Like the vision wasn't wasn't my vision and it wasn't a vision that was shared either. Um, and so you actually get to do that thought. It doesn't even be five years, but you can actually be like, well, what do I actually, what do I, what do I want out of a relationship, mm. out of what I want? And yes, it's big and it's vast. And, you know, if you stare into the middle of it for too long, you might go crazy. Yep. But you can also do anything with it. Like... Um, very hyper specific example for ages. I was like, oh yeah, you get a relationship, you get married, and then you have kids. And then when my long term relationship ended, I realized um, that I actually didn't want kids. Mm. And the reason I couldn't ever imagine myself being a dad is because I didn't want to be a dad. <laughs> it's uh, I wanted to be a fun uncle, and I am. Yeah, you are so killing you're it. Very fun fulfilled. Uncle. Um, so you can actually have those questions of like, is that were the things that we shared, the futures that we shared, were they actually? Was that all my future? Was it was it only eighty percent my future? Was that was that was either thirty percent? You know, you can mm. you can actually go big and go wild and mm. kind of be like, yeah, I'm gonna quit my job and move. Over. We're back to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you you have that ability to be impulsive. Yeah, like you've got the freedom yep. to be impulsive, and I think there's like w- when you're in a relationship, like as Tom was saying, like your future is so intertwined, so every decision you make is made with the other person's feelings mm. um, taken into consideration if you're a good person. Uh, <laughs> um, like you would be like, oh, <laughs> even if like, you know, that that thing like, oh, I got my dream job but it's on the other side of the world, my partner's here. Like, like that shit, you take their feelings into account. Eventually, like when you're single, you just get to be really impulsive because the only person you're taking care of is you. Mm. And then every now and then you'll have these moments. I really struggle with it um, because because my anxieties 
absolutely fucking terrible. It's got nothing to do with my singleness or not. I think I'm just like hate leaving the house. Um, but I'm working <laughs> on it. And then the other night I was Googling fireflies because I was like, what a fun thing that I love um, to learn about these tiny little glowing bugs. And then I Googled, where do fireflies live? Australia? Question mark. Found out where they live. And then I was like, well, I can just go there. Yeah. And then there was no other planning involved. And where are we going? We're going to go see the fireflies. We're going to go see the fireflies. We're going to go see the fireflies. See? See? You got them. So and you can just do that because you you're not taking anyone else's feelings into considerations. You get to be your top priority. And that can be terrifying, but take, I don't know, you've got so much opportunity. I know it can, yeah, sometimes you stare into the void and you go void, 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 void. Um, just start knocking stuff off. Start mm. thinking of the most random stuff you can. If you're like, well, do I want to see the fireflies in my town? If you're like, not really, you're like, sick, not that then. Yeah. Hey, also, if you want to move overseas, quit your move overseas, really, really good. Do you know a lot of places will just have language schools in country? So you can just stay in a country for weeks or months on end learning the language. Beautiful. That's you can do cool. little things like that. Like you can just just start thinking of things and knocking things off of the list. Yeah. And sometimes the list doesn't have to be big. Sometimes no. the list can be like it's becoming a list of things that I've done when I when I broke up with people. But I had an ex that really was very vocal about that he didn't like his partners to have short hair. <laughs> as the fucking mm. idiot. And, and I like I did. Uh. I cut my hair really short while we were dating, and it was a big fight. And then when we broke up, I was like, "That's really funny." And I cut my hair off. And then the next partner I had, I it was the same thing. He was like, "Oh, I really like women with short hair." And so when we broke up, I was like, "I'm going to grow it out forever." Like <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. Like it was just everything. I like that. Because heaps. it wasn't it wasn't a control thing. It was always just a comment. Like it was like their thing. So I was like, I want to be as unattractive to them as possible. Like <laughs> I was like, I want them to look at me and be like, oh, you've done this to piss me off. And I'll be like, yes. <laughs> no, you can't prove that. No, you can't. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes it's just about doing something that's purely it's not it's not yours, it's just not theirs. You know, yeah. like that's that's how you can take onus onus of yourself. Just be like, look, I don't know what I want, but I know what they hate. <laughs> I love that the the spectrum we've got here is Cass being like, just you know, treat yourself like you are your partner, and Zoe's being like, make them hate you, but in a way they don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck with their this brain. is this is a psyop, baby. <laughs> <laughs> a breakup is a competition, and you have to win. <laughs> It's not. It's not. It but is. you do have to win. You do have to win. You don't have to win. But, you know, 80% still an A. Yeah. And on Bad. that note, <laughs> I've been Cass. I've been Zoe B. And I've been Tom. We hope that helped. Congratulations, by the way. Congratulations. Yay. We love a breakup. Yay. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us for some very unprofessional advice that goes beyond just go to therapy, feel free to email us on happylittlepod at gmail.com and make sure you put somewhere in the email okay to air if you're happy to have us discuss it on the show. Hope you have a great day. You're not alone. We love you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs> 